Did you ever stop and ask yourself how it is that you wound up with the life that you have? Did you ever stop and ask yourself, how is it that I got here? Whether you feel positive or negative about that question, still, the answer is you brought yourself to exactly where you are. Now, I know for some of you, that might seem a little bit hard to swallow. But today we're going to be talking about when we want to make changes in our life, why we would want to do that, and how it is that we can come to the conclusion that the truth is that we aren't going to get everything that we want in this life. How do we accept that? How do we accept that the truth is that we aren't going to get everything that we want out of this life? And how do we move forward, creating the change that will bring to us the best possible outcome? I'm going to talk to you more about this when we get back. Hang on tight. We're going to be wrapping up season five, A Beautiful Second Act. Are you in midlife or beyond looking for something more? Are you curious about what might light you up in the second half of life? I think it's time for you to rediscover your desire to live a more joyful life. After all, don't we all deserve to live a vibrant and adventurous life? Isn't that what you signed up for? Welcome to Beautiful Second Act Podcast, where we are all striving to live our best life in the second half of life. If you're on a journey to find your truest and highest self, then this is the place for you. Join me for some insightful conversations with inspiring people that dream big and no matter their age are seeking the things that motivate them. People that are answering the call to live fully. You'll also hear some of my personal stories about creativity and growth. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hello, dear friends. Welcome back to Beautiful Second Act Podcast. I'm Patty Diener, your host. We're wrapping up season five, and I can't tell you how grateful I am for having spent all this time with you, having spent all this time with the conversations I've had with the fabulous guests we've had on here, since we're all striving to live our best life in the second half of life. I'm here today to talk to you a little bit about how we can get out of our own way to be able to fully enjoy the life that we have and to be able to improve our life with the way that we think about things. But the truth is we are not going to get everything out of this life that we really want. And that is really not something that a lot of you want to hear. (laughs) But there is some beauty in it. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, I wanted to share with you guys that every six months, we take about a three-week break for me to be able to regroup, recalibrate, and bring you the best content possible here at Beautiful Second Act Podcast. Now, during this three-week hiatus that we're going to have, um, I would like to invite you to go back into our previous episodes. I think that there's almost 150 episodes now to choose from. We have had tremendous guests that are so inspirational, completely motivational. Uh, they're enchanting people that I just think that you're going to fall in love with. Please take an opportunity to go back and listen to some of those interviews that I've held here. And also listen to some of my solo episodes that I have shared with you here that have been inspired by other spiritual teachers, um, creatives, and really um, people in this life that I completely honor and cherish because of their wisdom, and I've passed that along to you through the podcast. So I really hope that you will take this opportunity in the next three weeks uh, where we don't have new episodes, that you will go back into our archives and take a listen. Um, Don't forget you can share out these episodes with anybody that you think would resonate with. Um, Our next episode after today will go live 
starting Tuesday, December 5th. So there is going to be a little bit of a break. But like I said, the reason why I do this, the reason why I take a little bit of a break is because I want to bring to you the absolute best content possible. I want to make sure that you're getting value for your time because time that you spend here with me, I know that, that you, if you choose to spend time in Beautiful Second Act, that you're choosing to do this other than doing something else. But with podcasts, you can take me along in the car for your ride. You can take me along with you on your daily walks or a jog. You can take me along while you're cleaning the house, doing the laundry. Uh, there's so many wonderful things about podcasts. But having said that, I do know that it is a choice, that you have many choices in this world, and that you choose this podcast. It means the world to me. So thank you so very much. All right, let's get into it today. The truth is that we aren't going to get everything we want. And the reason why I started to think about this is because it's an expectation that sometimes we put this enormous expectation on this one life that we're living. And whether you believe in reincarnation or not, the bottom line is, is we only have, like, you know, if we're very, very fortunate, about 80 to 90 years on this planet. And um, some people, are their lives are cut much shorter than that. There's so many of my friends and family that we've lost far too young. And the bottom line is, is when you have such high expectations and if they're not met, People often are completely distraught over the fact that they didn't get exactly what they wanted. I don't believe that that is a life well lived. The wanting is great. The desire for more is wonderful. But it's the acceptance of the lot that you're given that is the most important, that is the key element to living a full life. Now, let me back this up a little bit. People often will say to themselves, how did this happen to me? Or why did this happen to me? When you start playing into that why me, then the next question I have for you comes directly from Carolyn Mace, who says, why not you? I mean, if not you, who else? What, as if that you are exempt from having shit happen to you. Stuff happens to everyone in this life. No one gets out scot-free. No one gets out unscathed. And then we have this false sense of, you know, he who suffers more deserves the biggest rewards. That's also bullshit. Because if you're sitting around thinking that you've suffered so much that you deserve something because of all your suffering, I'm sorry to tell you, baby, but that's just not the way that it works. It's more in the way that you handle the hurdles and the roadblocks and the detours in life. It's more in the way that you handle the trauma, the disappointment, and the loss. It's more in the way that you handle not getting what you expected that ends up turning your life around. So when you sit around feeling sorry for yourself, as we all do from time to time, we're all in that same boat where we feel like, why did this happen to me? Or why me? But get yourself out of that line of thinking as soon as possible. Because life does not follow logic. You know, we think if we do X, Y, and Z, we're going to equal this, and this is what we will get from doing this, this, and this. We are going to get this. Sometimes shit just hits the fan, and it detours us and derails us. And I'm a firm believer that the universe is always guiding us, but we don't always listen. So when you think that life is going to go according to the way that you're assessing it and the way that you're judging it based on your history, it's like, well, I've, I've been through all of this, and so logically, the next step is something good is going to happen to me. Or you can be like some of those other people that say, of course this happened to me. Shit's always happening to me. I always have the bad lot. I always get the short end of the stick. Well, then again, that is also your line of thinking. 
the way we think, just as Dr. Wayne Dyer always says, if you change the way you think, the things you see will change. I'm here to tell you that it's absolutely true that you can be enchanted even through dark times. You can walk outside your house today after having a tremendous loss and terrible tragedy, and you can find beauty in something and actually be grateful for at least that very one small thing, that the sun rose today, that light shined upon you today. You have to be able to be willing to be in a space of acceptance and receiving that. Even the smallest miracles can be brilliant and it can be enchanting to you if you allow it to be. Hey gang, just a quick break to tell you about my book, After the Fire. If you haven't grabbed your copy of this book yet, I highly recommend you do. After the Fire is a romance novel based on the real-life events of the 2015 Valley Fire that happened in Lake County, California, where I live. And if you're wondering how a romance novel can be portrayed within the tragedy of a horrific fire, well, I'll tell you that my characters are to the Valley Fire what Jack and Rose were to the Titanic. It's about two grieving people, a tragic fire, and one small community that won't be defeated. After losing his fiancée in a car accident, Embittered contractor Gabriel Hart is sent to Lake County to aid in the cleanup effort after the Valley Fire burned more than a thousand homes. Local girl Sarah McKinney struggled with a failing marriage when she was suddenly widowed with the loss of her young husband. Neither was looking for love, but for Gabe and Sarah, it was attraction at first sight. Only the opportunity to meet passes them by. Second chances are fortuitous when Gabriel is working to clean the home site of a fire victim and he sees Sarah again. With each having experienced unimaginable loss, the two form a bond that soon ignites into passion. But will haunting pasts, long distances, and a secret Sarah keeps stand between their true love? In this story of catastrophic loss, community support, and renewed hope, two souls try to mend their broken hearts while assisting those who lost virtually everything in the fire. So you can get After the Fire in either paperback or ebook from Amazon, or go to my website at pattydeanerwrites.com to learn more. Links will be in the show notes. So I am not here to tell you, though, that it's easy. Hell no, it's not easy. Sometimes it's the hardest thing in the world to find reasons for going on, to find ways of acceptance, to find the joy and the brilliance and the beauty in everyday simple things when you're going through pain and suffering. But just remember that everyone suffers here in one form or another. And I'm here to tell you that it is our job for us to get out of our own damn way, to be able to see the beauty in our own lives. Because your greatest adversary is always going to be yourself. You will hold yourself back more than anything or anyone else will. And if you think that you want to turn the finger and blame it on somebody else for why your life is the way that it is, remember, you always have a choice every single day, whether to go back to that job or whether to go back into their relationship or whether to live in that particular place. There's always a choice. You have to just make the right one for you. I'm going to quote Caroline Mace again here because this is something that I think is so extraordinary. And I'm going to say this twice so this will really sink in for you. Caroline Mace says, if you knew how powerful you were, you might accept the one task you might have, which is to be fully you, however that fully you is. I'm going to say that again. 
if you knew how powerful you were, you might accept the one task you might have, which is to be fully you, however that fully you is. How about that? I mean, we sit around in this life contemplating what our big purpose is, right? We're constantly in search of that thing that's going to light us up. But what if that thing that lights us up is us? What if that thing can be found within? If whatever it is that you're coming up against, you have to sit and make a decision upon something and you say, huh, what if we measured things by how much light it will cost us instead of how much money it will cost us? How much light is it going to cost you to do this thing? How much of your light are you going to give up? Because you could take, you know, months or years to earn the money back that you lose. But the light that you lose within yourself, when you dim your light or when your light feels like it's going out, that could take almost a lifetime to regain it back. So what if we did that? What if we measured things by how much light it was going to cost us instead of how much money or how much time? There's nothing in this world that is worth a damn if you are a person that has felt like they're losing their light or lost their light or lost their way. Material things, where you live, what kind of car you drive, what status you have, what your reputation is, none of that matters if you are pushed up against a wall with no light left or, or you're stricken with a terminal disease, a terminal illness. Do you think that having the best of everything is going to save you if you have a terminal illness? You have to be able to gain your light force back. If you don't have the power within you to rebuild your light, to hold on to your light, then no matter how much beautiful clothing you have or a fancy car or an extravagant house, none of that shit matters. It doesn't hold water. It's not of anything of value if you are losing your light. It's not going to be of value if you are facing a terminal illness. So what is of value? Your light, which is hope, faith, endurance, trust, love, these things you cannot see, you cannot touch, but they're there and they are your light. I've been listening to a lot of Caroline Mace videos lately and um, her talks online. And I will tell you that she, along with Dr. Wayne Dyer, Gabrielle Bernstein, Eckhart Tolle, Deepak Chopra, Brene Brown, these people I listen to, I read, and I gather their wisdom. And I'm telling you that it makes so much sense to me that when you have lost who you truly are, that nothing else matters. So be careful with the types of pressure that you put upon yourself for this life on what it is that you have to attain, or what it is that you have to prove, or what it is that you have to gain in this life. Because without yourself, your God within you, because God is everywhere. If you don't want to call it God, you can call it universe. You can call it source. You can call it source energy, spirit. It is everywhere. But if you can just accept that you are just the grain of sand on all of the beaches of all of the lands of the world, but that all together, it makes the beach. One grain of sand is a grain of sand, but you are part of the whole. One wave in the ocean is not separate from all of the other waters in the ocean. It is all part of the whole. And that's what makes it so great. That's why you do matter. 
We may be one drop. We may be one wave. But we are part of the collective. And accepting your part, accepting with who you are, and seeing the beauty and the wonder of what this world is and what you get to experience on a daily basis, that, that should be what makes you feel whole, to make you feel grateful, to make you feel blessed, to keep that childlike wonder and sparkle in your eyes, to be able to breathe in and out and wake up each day knowing you get to have this experience. We're all spirits having a human experience. What a glorious thing that is. So stop holding yourself back from feeling worthy, from feeling grace, from feeling whole, from feeling your light. I'm not suggesting that wanting is a crime. I'm not suggesting that desiring something more out of your life is a negative thing. But what I am suggesting is that if it takes a different route than what you expect, if it shows up in a different form or in a different way than what you anticipated, embrace it. Embrace all that you can. Because this life, we are going to get only so much fit into these years that we have. It goes by so fast. Every day is a blessing. Make it count. Don't waste your energy and your time sitting around wondering why this happened to you, how this happened to you. Instead, turn it around and say, I'm experiencing this. It's a lesson for me to learn in this lifetime. And I will make good of this lesson that I'm learning. Find the joy in the everyday little things. And stay enchanted because the world really is a beautiful place. Thank you so much for listening to Beautiful Second Act Podcast. I hope that you will, like I say, take time to go back and listen to some of our previous episodes. I'll be talking to you again starting Tuesday, December 5th. In the meantime, stay well, stay healthy, love your family. If you're in the United States, enjoy Thanksgiving or from wherever you celebrate. And I'll be talking to you again soon here on Beautiful Second Act. Cheers. Cheers.